Welcome to Global Explorations. I'm your host, Tony Peters. Today we're going to be talking to Carrie Green of the podcast Fast Track, and he's got a few different podcasts that uh, he runs that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, how God has been at work throughout these whole podcasts and uh, how God is at work in running his, his business and uh, how God has really brought him to the point where he is at now. Welcome to Cool Explorations. I'm your host, Tony Peters. Today we have on Carrie Green of Podcast Fast Track. And uh, why don't you start off by telling us a little about who you are uh, and what you're currently doing? Yeah, well, my name, as you said, is Carrie, and I'm uh, a married man of 37 years, very happily married, have five kids, five grand boys. Um, I'm very excited about where I'm at in life because the Lord has taken me from you know, one career into a, a different one with, you know, a lot of bumps in the road in the middle. And uh, here I am in my mid fifties doing stuff I never thought I'd be doing and <laughs> loving every minute of it. So uh, my walk with Christ has been uh, a long one. I became a believer when I was five years old and uh, have, have walked with the Lord fairly faithfully all that time. There, there've been some ups and downs in my journey that I'm sure we could talk about that uh, just overall, I, I'm your I'm a regular guy who loves the Bible, loves the church, uh, loves to engage with people of faith and and people not of faith. Uh, it, it's it's great to be part of the kingdom of God. Yeah, and it definitely uh, I can attest to God bringing me into areas I never thought I'd be in. So uh, I definitely understand that. Um, what did the moment when you came to Christ? What did that look like for you? Uh, and along the way, uh, how did that lead into your time as a pastor? And then uh, maybe explain a little bit about your time as a pastor as well. Yeah, well, my conversion story is not one of those big flashy ones where you hear somebody coming out of a terrible past to uh, see their their life being in the Lord. I became a believer, as I said, at five years old. I was raised in a Baptist church. My mother was taking me uh, consistently as I was a child. And I recall one Sunday evening during a service uh, going down to the old-fashioned altar in the front of the church, and my mom came down after I went down, and, and she says it was a fairly common thing that my brother and I would go down to pray about various things like the dog's sickness or you know whatever, and she came down kind of expecting that sort of a thing, and that particular night, I told her that I realized that I was a sinner and I wanted to go to heaven. Uh, when I died. So my mother led me to Christ right there at the altar. And uh, she tells a funny story that the next day, which was a Monday, going to my kindergarten class, the teacher recounted the story to my mother that she asked on Monday, uh, did anybody learn anything over the weekend or anything exciting happened? And I told the teacher that I learned a new song. And she said, well, what what's the song? And so I started singing, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now, I don't remember any of that, but that's one of those cute stories that mothers love to tell. So I <laughs> thought I would, I would recount that. Uh, my, my life going on from there was your typical uh, American teenage boy's life. Uh, just learning through elementary school, more about my faith, but also just being a kid. Uh, having, having school and baseball and things like that to do, Boy Scouts, all those things. Got into high school and had the typical temptations that everybody experiences and, you know, had my struggles with those as far as uh, giving into peer pressure, fighting peer pressure, trying to be the person I knew myself to be in Christ, but not really always having the strength to do that. 
And then by the time I got into college is when my faith really became my own and I became more firm and, and solid in it, uh, along with the help of Christian friends that I met in school and some Christian clubs I was a part of, uh, my faith really began to grow. And that's what led me into pastoral ministry education-wise. Uh, about a year and a half into my college career, I felt like I was being called to do something else. And a friend who worked in the admissions office of Colorado Christian College had sent me some information about the school and invited me to come up for a campus day when prospective students were kind of invited to come. And so I did. I went up and visited and sitting in my first biblical studies class is all it took. It just it made me realize this is what I want to study and this is what I want to put my life uh, effort toward is knowing and, and teaching the word of God. So I transferred to CCC and it soon became CCU, which is now Colorado Christian University. And uh, I graduated from there with a youth ministry degree with a, a minor in Bible and uh, moved into ministry from there, youth ministry, then an associate pastoral ministry, and finally teaching pastor ministry, which is how I, I you know, spent the rest of my ministry career was in a teaching role teaching the Bible on Sunday mornings in Sunday schools and uh, developing curriculum, those sorts of things. So that's it in a, in a really big nutshell. <laughs> well, I love that. Uh, you say that college is what really affirmed your faith and really made it stronger uh, because for so many nowadays, we're seeing the trend where they go to college and it's leading them away from, mm -hmm. from their faith. Uh, actually at an alarming rate, which is which is really, really sad uh, to see. So I'm really happy to hear that for you, that was not the experience, that it actually was the opposite for you, that it really did make your faith stronger. Uh, how did uh, your time as a pastor, what did that, that time look like for you? What was that experience like? Yeah, well, you know, everybody I think has dreams of, of what those sorts of positions are going to be like before you step into them. And I didn't go in, I would say, with rose-colored glasses. I knew there would be hardships and difficulties and all of that. But being married to a very strong woman, uh, uh, strong in just her personality, but also in the faith, uh, was one of the, the saving graces of that time because she worked alongside me as a partner in ways that uh, helped me to grow as a pastor, both in relational skills and in counseling skills and also in just, just knowing myself well as a pastor. And so I started out, as I mentioned, in youth ministry for two to three years and then took on an associate pastor role. And eventually when I first had my opportunity to teach on a Sunday morning, a part of me just came alive. And I felt like this is really what I'm called to do is to teach the Bible. And so I began looking for roles where I could do that. Uh, the church where I was being an associate pastor, I was about third or fourth in the bullpen as far as people who were going to be asked to preach any given Sunday. So uh, I started looking for a different position and found my first full-time teaching position uh, at a Bible church in Hawaii and spent about four years there teaching and preaching and uh, really honing the skill of interpreting the scriptures and knowing how to, how to uh, express it in a way that was easy enough for new believers to understand, but meaty enough for more mature believers to really grow from. And from there, uh, tried my hand at church planting for a while at a different church, uh, took over a church plant after that, that had experienced some troubles with its leadership. And then eventually settled into 
uh, more uh, lengthy established churches uh, coming coming in as a teaching pastor and being uh, kind of the, the the main leader and teacher in those churches. And in all of that, learned how to love God's people, learned how to have vision for the church and to help people grow in their faith. My wife and I often kind of laugh at the contrast we feel that that our life has been compared to some others in her family. And her, her family is a strong Christian family from the outset, and many of them are very evangelistically oriented, witnessing to people all the time, leading people to Christ. Uh, we were not wired that way. We were very much about the discipleship side of things and, and teaching believers how to grow in their faith and how to have a, a solid, healthy marriage and how to parent their kids wisely. And so all of those things really are things that, that to this day are still very big and, and heavy on our hearts. Yeah, and a few things uh, from what you you mentioned. I love uh, that you talk about your wife being a strong Christian woman and that she really backed you in, in everything because I think it's very important to note that for pastors, that is very key, is that in their ministry, their wife really comes alongside them because pastors who struggle a lot of times, it is they have some relationship issues. Uh, and I've seen that even with uh, within our own church, uh, with pastors we've had in the past where they've had relationship issues and they just fall apart, basically, in terms of their ministry. Uh, and that just reaffirms uh, in Genesis where God gives Eve to Adam and uh, brings that about. And, and it just it really reaffirms that how important that relationship is uh, in our lives. Uh, and another thing, I love that her family has different areas, like most of them are evangelistic in nature, and then you guys are discipleship in nature, because it just goes to show the different gifts that we're all granted in, mm -hmm. in our faith, and how we yeah, can all sure. be that way, because both are very important. Uh, yeah. So it, it's great to, great to see that. Uh, how did Podcast Fast Track come about? Uh, and what is podcast fast track yeah well podcast fast track is a podcast production service so people like yourself who want to do a podcast but don't want any of the back-end work of editing and writing show notes and posting to the internet and all that would hire us to come in and take on those aspects of their production for them and the way that came about was very interesting um, after i had been in ministry for about 20 years I had begun a podcast of my own, which at the time I was publishing fairly regularly. It was called Christian Home and Family. And obviously it was about building a Christian home and family. And, and I learned a lot about podcasting in that time frame. Well, at the same time, my zeal and my, my calling for local church ministry seemed to be waning. Um, I was getting burned out more quickly. I was having a lot less... Uh, ability to to kind of persevere through the things that that pastoral ministry requires of you and my wife was feeling similar things and so we took a sabbatical for about four months seeing if we just needed a good rest and a good time to recharge our batteries and and then came back to ministry and we're there for about a year and the same sorts of things began happening again and so we kind of took it as a, a sign from the lord that it was time for us to resign and move on and so I informed the elders at our church and, and we set up a transition plan for me to move out within a certain number of months. And I really did so not really knowing what I was going to be doing. 
I remember saying to my wife at one point, I'm not qualified to do anything else because my education was all ministry oriented and, and those sorts of things. So I tried my hand at various things after retiring from the church and had been doing a little bit of podcast editing for some friends that I'd met online. And one of those guys said to me at a certain point, you should make a business out of this. And because I had been in a podcasting for a while and knew the pain points that it can be for the editing and all those things, it, it was like a light bulb that just went off for me that, of course, I should do that. And so I, I started really putting some effort behind establishing a business to support my family. And we had two clients, four clients, six clients within months, just the business started growing very quickly. We we started it really at a time that from my understanding, there were only three or four businesses that I knew of that were doing what we were proposing to do. And so it was just a very good time in terms of the timing to jump on the podcasting bandwagon and provide services that people would need. And the business has really grown. It's We serve almost 50 clients a month now and are busy uh, pretty consistently with the work that we have to do. That is a, is a business that, that I feel has just been a real blessing for God, from God for us because it's, it's not only taken us out of this, this time in ministry uh, sufficiently in terms of the income and everything, but it's also been an opportunity to really bless others through not just the work we do for clients, but for our team. Uh, my, my business philosophy is that my team comes first. I want to minister to them first. And if I treat them like gold, they will repay me and the clients with gold. And that's really what's happened over time is the team has really become the shining point of our business. Yeah, and I, I think that's a fantastic service to offer because, yeah, that the editing is definitely the, uh, a pain point for any of us podcasters. Uh, it's, it's definitely torture at times, but uh, it's all part of the game. Uh, so yeah. uh, it's what we do. Uh, why don't you tell us a little about uh, some of the podcasts that you've run? Uh, I know you've you've had a few God fearing kids and the parents uh, who raised them. Uh, Morning mindset daily, uh, Christian download, and um, what were these podcasts? Um, and how did the various ones come about? Yeah, well, as I mentioned, Christian Home and Family was the first one that I ever did. It was a, a parenting and family oriented show. It was one that I published by myself, just just me, and then interviewing guests, things like that, uh, typical sort of a podcast format. After that, I did another Christian-oriented one called Live, Build, Change that was designed to help Christians learn how to live their faith, build a business that they could then use to change their world. And, and it was really aligned with what I was doing in my own business, trying to encourage believers to use their business as a way to bless others rather than just a money generation aspect I never demeaned that aspect because business uh, should support you, but at the same time, it can be a, a huge blessing to the world. Uh, after that is when I started The Morning Mindset. And The Morning Mindset is something I still publish. It comes out every morning. It's about six minutes long. And it's just a, a walk through the scriptures day by day with a desire to help people get their minds aligned with God's truth for that day. Um, I feel like if we wake up in the morning and even if we do a graveyard shift and wake up sometime later in the day, if the first thing we're doing is not getting our mind aligned with the truth of God, then our whole day is going to be off. And I knew that from my own experience. I knew that from people I had discipled and worked with in the church. So I just felt it would, it would be a good use of my time to create a daily show that would help people to do that in their busy and hectic lives. And it has proven to be true. 
it's it's just exploded over time. We started January 1st of 2018 with zero listeners. And today uh, the podcast has 10,000 downloads within the first 24 hours. It's just an amazing thing that God's done and it continues to grow. Um, we're in a number of countries across the world. We have people corresponding with us all the time. And then on the back of that, we've been able to start a nonprofit that enables us to help believers who are in need come in contact with believers who have resources to help with those needs and then pair the people up to, to actually get the need met. It's, it's been a really great blessing. Uh, then the other podcast you mentioned, God-fearing kids and the parents who raised them, that's a parenting and, and uh, discipleship-oriented podcast that my wife and I started together. And so you'll hear the two of us on that discussing issues related to parenting, especially from our experience and, and how we bring the Bible to bear on the way that we parented our five kids it's something we wanted to do for a long time, but we felt we needed to wait until all our kids were grown to have some sort of a legitimacy or a, a sense of of God has done this in our life. He can do it in yours as well. And so that's something we've been publishing just for oh, five or six months now. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, it's definitely great to have those foundations in place because uh, that's something I like to focus on is biblical foundation. Because uh, it's it is key in your relationship with God and and communicating with Him and prayer comes in through that uh, yeah. as well and as a result that equips us to go out and share God's word, which is yes. what we're all commanded to do uh, in the Bible is is the Great Commission to share God's word with with all nations. Yes. Uh, how have you seen God at work throughout? the podcasts and your business uh, throughout that development? Yeah, well, through the business, there have been all kinds of opportunities just on an individual level for me to have meaningful conversations with clients regarding things going on in their lives. It, it's always an amazing thing to me how if you treat clients as if they're people rather than just dollar signs, they will open up to you. They, they feel the care and they feel the concern. And Part of how we position our business in the marketplace is uh, one of our taglines is we care more and, and we really want to care for our clients and for the message that they have to communicate through their podcast. And that translates into real uh, meaningful conversations at times. And so that's been a great blessing. I've always, I've always enjoyed that. I also enjoy the, the blessing we can be to our team. We have a team full of people who've been with us, most of them for three or more years now. And they're all people who enjoy a remote lifestyle, people who enjoy the freedom that comes with that to be able to go here and do this and take their family to do that. But at the same time, earn an income that can help them do that. And that's what our business kind of lends itself to. And so it's been great to support people in the kind of life that they desire to live. And at the same time, make them part of a team that's really doing something that's meaningful. Uh, as far as the podcasts, I get three, four, six emails a week, usually from listeners who describe these grand ways the morning mindset has changed their life that I never would have dreamed would be true. And Tony, I just attribute it all to the, the power of the word of God. I, I mean, I'm nothing special. I just, I teach the word for what it says. I don't try and get fancy with uh, Greek exposition and all of that most of the time is just here's what it says here's how we can apply it to our lives and people I think have had a, had kind of a handicap in terms of biblical education overall speaking uh, many people haven't grown up in the church many people are intimidated by the Bible and so to break it down in a really simple way for people to understand 
and to recognize they can do it themselves. That really has has been a blessing to people and is enabling people all over the world to to just get their their mind aligned with God's truth and to align their themselves with God's will for their lives. So that's the beginnings. We're we're just now into the parenting podcast and we've got a few responses, but I expect over time the Lord will bring the same kinds of responses from people that they're being helped in. And simply because we're focusing on his word and his word does not go out without accomplishing the purpose for which he's intended it. Exactly. And all for God's glory is, that's is right. definitely, uh, that's something that uh, I, I try and keep in mind with, with my own podcast is everything is God for God's glory. And that's right. And he's shown me many times that it's him at work and not me. Uh, I'm just a tool uh, and a servant uh, to be used. So uh, I, I love that role. Uh, how have you seen God at work throughout your life to bring you to the point where you're at now, just looking back with hindsight 2020? Yeah, well, it is a, a hindsight thing for sure. A lot of times in the moment, you don't see his hand at work. But looking back, you see uh, little decisions and big decisions that you could have made differently that he just led you in the right path. And then sometimes the mistakes you made and the decisions you made that uh, he was faithful to bring you through. In my life in particular, there have been a number of occasions where uh, just down to crunch time, uh, there have been financial needs, there have been physical needs that you know we all tend to get stressed about, we all tend to get worried about. And God would take us right down to the wire, kind of like Job's situation where we had nowhere else to turn but to him. We had nothing else to lean on. And he would prove himself faithful again and again, not always in the way we expected or even wanted, but looking back, we can see his hand at work. He has been so faithful in the realms that really mattered to us, like in our marriage and in our parenting. Uh, he's, he's not given us wealth beyond compare in financial means like some people would hope for, or a career that has soared into the stratosphere like some people would hope for, but he's given us the things that we really cared about, which is our relational stability in our marriage and our, and our kids who are walking with them today. And we just every day in some way or, or form say to each other, uh, wow, God sure has been faithful or his grace has been so good to us. And, and just this morning we were out walking and just pondering the greatness and the goodness of God in our lives. And we don't have any reason to think we merited any of that. He's the one who did it all. Yeah. And I, I, that's why I love asking the question of looking back because it's, it is, you can see it when you do look back and you can be like, God, you, you really have been there for me uh, at these different points. And uh, he does sometimes leave it down to the wire for us. Uh, yeah. That is, that is for yeah. sure. Uh, and so it's just up to us to be faithful and trust in God. That's right. What, uh, advice would you have for those who are really considering getting into uh, a Christian podcast or even a, a Christian ministry role? Well, I think the first piece of advice that I would give has to do with who you are as a person and how you're growing as a person. Uh, we all have the curse of being trapped inside our own heads. And so we don't see ourselves objectively. We don't recognize our strengths and our weaknesses. So I would encourage everyone, whether you're married or not, find some Christian friend who can come alongside you and be honest with you 
about the strengths and the weaknesses that they see and listen to that person. Uh, pay attention to the advice that they give. Uh, the humility that's needed in order to truly grow as a Christian is a much deeper and much more uh, powerful than we often think it is. And so I would encourage you to learn how to receive loving correction, loving instruction, uh, loving encouragement about how God has gifted you. Uh, too often, I think in, a, in an effort to be humble, we don't receive the encouragement that people give to us. We, we don't recognize the gifts that we have for everything that God has intended them to be. And so we kind of downplay it, which I think is, is kind of a demeaning thing in terms of our response to God. We, we should fully accept the gifts he's given us and give him the credit for them. Don't take the credit ourselves, but use them powerfully in the way that he intends for them to be used. Uh, one of the resources that I would recommend in, along that line is a book by uh, a uh, pastor from South Africa named Andrew Murray, and it's simply titled Humility. Uh, that's a book that's written in these very short little devotional type chapters, but that I can't read more than a paragraph or two at a time because it's so deep and it's so powerfully real uh, in terms of what we need to understand about humility and how it needs to be growing in our lives that I, I read the book once or twice a year just because it's so helpful to me. So I always encourage people to read that book. And when it comes to getting into ministry and podcasting, I would say spend more time praying about what you should be doing than planning at the first. Uh, you really want to be heading in a direction that you know fits the story God's been writing through your life. And so look at those gifts that others tell you that you have. Look at the experiences you've had that have utilized those gifts and you've seen those gifts being used and see if there's some sort of a, an approach you can take to the subjects God's placing on your heart that fits both those gifts and your experience. And You'll be able to speak more authentically and more powerfully from God's work in your life if you're well aware of what those things are. I think too many Christian podcasts that I've heard is people just kind of publishing their ramblings about any old thing. And, and though that can be helpful in some respects, I think it's not, it's not well prepared and it's not uh, with the listener in mind. You need to kind of pick out who it is God has called you to minister to and figure out who that person is and what their needs are. And chances are, it's going to be a lot like what your needs have been in your own life. And you're going to be able to speak according to second Corinthians chapter uh, one in a way that, that causes the, the comfort you've received from God and the, the help you've received from God to be turned around and used to help others who deal with those same things. So that would be uh, the, the advice I could give you about those areas. Yeah. And that's why I like when I do um, scriptural stuff i usually take a a book and and a devotional and i usually take just a couple paragraphs or sentences from there and i go and i expand on it from there because then yeah. uh, you can do a, a study through that that book rather than it just like you say being ramblings from your own mind you can actually have a study and go through yeah. uh, a, a section and i think that's very helpful for people uh, to be able to focus and be like, okay, so the, we're, this is what we're focusing on now. And uh, so thank you for, for sharing with us and for coming on today. Really, really appreciate it. It's been, uh, it's been great to talk to you today. Thank you, Tony. I pray for you and for your audience that you'll be uh, enriched in all ways through Christ. Thank you for listening to Cool Explorations. You've just heard Carrie Green 
talk about uh, podcast Fast Track and uh, the various podcasts that he runs and how God has really been working through both the business and his podcasts uh, and uh, how he's really brought him to the point where he is at now. If you would like to reach me for any reason, you can do so at tpeters745 at gmail.com.